Hey folks, this is David Shore for Corruption of Child Protective Services. Let me put that on the, there. Now, on my audio podcast, I spoke of this. This is the book I was ta- telling you about, sorry. The Federalist Papers. Now, this also has the Constitution in it. Now, one part is going to be about... This one part's going to be about what's going on with the anti-trans bills, whatever they want to call them. Well, there's a part here. And i got to take my glasses off for some reason. I can't see without them. can't see close up. But it's the 14th Amendment. And let me see if I can show you right here. You can see that, where my finger is. What that says is all persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and of the state wherein they reside. No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law nor deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. That one sound you're hearing is my stomach. <laughs> I do apologize. What that is saying is if they are passing a law and it bans a person from exercising their constitutional rights and it's covered under the Constitution, there's another part, then that then of course naturally those laws would be considered unconstitutional and voided out by the Supreme Court. So learn your constitution. Um I gotta get the book again. Get this book. It will help. Bring it up there. If you have to Google the book. Google this If it looks like this, get it. It will give you a history of the United States. Going on that, as you may know, Donald Trump was indicted this past week. And the indictment was sealed to suppose something like 34 or 35 counts against him. This is the one thing. There's a thing called statute of limitations. That means within a certain time frame, from one year where it begins, where the other year where it ends. Within that time frame, they have to bring charges. One statute of limitations goes on the... uh, It goes on the campaign finance violations. Now, there was a bill introduced, but nothing more came about it, where they were going to extend that from five years, which is the statute of limitations, to 10 years felony, 15 uncivil. Well, that didn't go anywhere. Having it, it... have a man having an affair on his wife, yes, immoral? Yes, it is immoral. But it's not illegal. 
and and I hate to be the bearer of bad news for those that uh, want, yeah, we've got him, we got him, we got him. This time he's going to spend time in prison. He's not going to spend any time in prison due to the statute of limitations. It's a five-year. Stormy Daniels and Michael Cohen. Michael Cohen was Trump's former lawyer. who He did time in prison. And they got him within the five-year statute of limitations. Well, Michael Cohen testified that during the 2016 election, he took money out of his home. It was a home equity loan. Those who are homeowners who are my viewers, who are my followers, you know what a home equity loan is. Well, he took one out, which I understand now he's in trouble for lying about that lying on the application or something, so he's going to be in trouble for that. But he said he took that money and paid Stormy Daniels, the porn star. And Stormy Daniels hasn't stated that she's been paid more than just the one time. If she has, that's a different story altogether. But Donald... This whole thing, if it doesn't come from Donald Trump's accounts, or even if someone says, well, well Trump uh, reimbursed him, then why would the bank be coming after Michael Cohen if he paid him back? Wouldn't Michael Cohen then put the money right back in and nobody would be word to the wiser? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I'm just hearing like you. But let's say that having an affair, adultery, was against the law. Let's apply it to CPS. Do you think CPS wouldn't use that? Do you think CPS would not say, oh, wow, hey, she had an affair on her husband or he had an affair on his wife? More than likely, oh, he had an affair on his wife. Oh, and she had an affair? Okay. Let's take the kids. Because we can't have the kids seeing, you know, strange men and strange women coming in and out of the house. That's immoral. we, we got to take the kids. Don't you think that would happen? Or like some say, is there two set of rules? Well, apparently, some would say, yes, there are two sets of rules. And it all depends on who you talk to. Some would say there's rules for Trump and then rules for everyone else. There's rules for Biden and then rules for everyone else. There's rules for politicians and there's rules for everyone else. Also, there's rules for the wealthy and then there's rules for everyone else. As you, my loyal followers, have noticed. You notice that if somebody like a Charlie Sheen, if even Drew Barrymore... The Kardashians. Their wealth is way, way, way up here. And where are we? Down here. And of course, who's to say the Kardashians didn't say, come here, make this go away. How many times have you seen parents in the news that their parents should have taken, the kids should have been put into another loving, caring home. Even if it was a family member. Yeah, you I do it. 
Oh, we checked it out. There's nobody, 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 nobody. Which is, we can't have that because if we have that, I lose the bonuses and I can't lose my bonus. I have a trip planned. And I'm not going to let you get interfered in my financial happiness. So, folks, now I know that, you know, just like Bill Clinton, as President Donald Trump, just like Bill Clinton, did good things. As a human being, I would not trust, to trust either men with my daughter's cat karma. Would you trust either one of these men, or any politicians for that matter, with your kids? It's just gotten to a point where, what happened to just for the people? Doing things that will help the people. Now reports state that this Attorney General he reduced in the state of New York, which that's where these charges are, in the state of New York. They're not federal, they're state. Which means if the state is the parallels to the federal, there goes the statute of limitations. Even if it was in 2016. Five years, five years. 2021 would have been the end date. The charges were not filed until this year, 2023, which means all the charges are going to be dismissed if, it fall, if all of them are under the one. It's like, like, like they say, throwing, throwing shit against the wall and see which one sticks. Whether you like Donald Trump or whether you hate Donald Trump. Truth of the matter is, when you go just by the legal definition of the law, that's all. You, you, you. Nancy Pelosi is right. Nobody is against the law. Nobody is above the law. Sorry. Nobody is above the law. Everyone must have their day in court. And I agree. But you can't keep on... Filing charge after charge after charge. I mean, we still... Now, folks, there's still the January 6th. They've given it to the prosecutor. He has yet to file formal charges against Donald Trump for the insurrection that happened on January 6th. It all depends on who you listen to, if it's an insurrection or not. And on that day... There are two things going on. The outside people protesting back and forth. Yeah, the gates were broken down. Yeah, people were climbing all over the place. And then you look on the inside. And people are walking around. Now, according to the video footage, that's what's happened. I remember watching that and I found it peculiar. They're walking around. And yet they're supposed to try to overturn the election? Well, so, if they're just walking around, why would they just be walking around? Oh, wow, I'm in the Capitol building. Whoa, where's everybody? We don't know what all happened. Only what the media shows us. 
just like in this case. The indictment, the 3435 indi uh, charges are sealed until Tuesday. Okay. You mean they're sealed from Donald Trump's lawyers? He, They can't open it until Tuesday? What, is it like a Christmas present or something? Can't open it until Christmas. And that's another thing. If he was in violation of any law, why wait so long to do anything? I mean, like Mar Largo raid. If they were there a couple months before, as some reports say, how come? How come then that they put a padlet? They put a lot, according to certain reports I've heard and read. They put a lock on the room where these documents were. Why then have to break that same lock? All they have to do is, you know, come in and say, whoa, 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 hold it. Don't you have the keys? And they said, keys? I said, yeah, you guys put it on. And they show documentation that it was put on there because I don't think the feds would not document that they put a lock on there. And someone, the right, would say, well, look at Joe Biden. And they have pictures of these boxes. Now, I don't know if they're documents or not. But Joe Biden could have had a filing cabinet and a whole button. He just puts his boxes in there. But if that's the case and he had classified documents like they say Trump had, don't you think the same rules would apply? Just, just like, let's get get on the meeting. The purpose of this podcast. If you, as a parent, no matter if you're a billionaire or you're a working class or you're in poverty, don't you think the law should still apply that no matter what, if you get your kids taken, then somebody like Charlie Sheen or the Kardashians, CPS comes in and takes their kids? Or is it, oh, it's Kim Kardashian. Okay, yes, Miss Kardashian. Yeah, the, the kids can stay while we're going through this. You don't have to worry. But if it's you or me, oh, we have to take them. Do you, do you have a warrant or a uh, court order? We have exigent circumstances. We believe that the kids are being abused. How many times have you heard that? You know, the wealthy would really tremble in fear if all of a sudden... Let's say Congress, let's say this Congress introduces a bill that no matter if you're rich or poor, that with a court order from a judge, Department of Child Protection Services can come in and examine your children, and if then after that, they have to take the child over to be medically examined. Then after that, if there's abuse of any kind, or neglect of any kind. Then the next step is, how about, okay, are you having problems raising your kids? Are you having problems feeding them? Are you, uh, you know, what areas do you need help? Do you see what I just did? Instead of taking the kids, find out how to help the parents. Another good example is the parental rights bill. Some saying, don't say gay bill. You're 
a parent, or you know someone who's a parent, you're watching this podcast, you've been listening. Let me ask you a straightforward question and answer it yourself because, you know, this is a video and you can't, we, we can't interact, as you say. Who raises the kid? You or the teacher? Because I had one teacher who says, I have a PhD in education. I was told I had to have a PhD. Are we screening the parents to see if any of them have a PhD? In other words, I know what's best for your kid. You don't. I know I didn't bring them into the world, but I know what's best for them. And these teachers are getting mad. Now, when you and I went to school, those that are around my age or even in their 30s or 40s, you were taught the three R's, reading, writing, and arithmetic. You learn how to research information. You learn how to study and pick out the key points for a test. Uh, and sex education, they usually, they like waiting until high school for you to learn that because, well, by that, they, they figured by that time, your hormones are going to be kicking in and they don't want you doing a lot of that. They say about sexually transmitted diseases. They show the women's reproductive organs, the men's male reproductive organs. And, you know, they say, they talk about the egg, sperm, blah, 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 blah. And I, you know, I don't ever remember them talking about, like, sexuality or anything. But when it comes to something like that, the bill, parental rights bill is... What do you want your kids to be taught in school? What is it you want your child to learn? If, it, if it's something about going, Mom, Dad, um, they may ask you a question. They may ask you a question about, is it normal for that feel this way or that way? Let's say that they're curious about what they're talking about, transgenderism, uh, homosexuality, lesbian, being bisexual. Are parents just saying, you know, leave it up to the school that's for them? But how do you teach something like that? Through personal experience? Well, one person's experience with that may be different than another. What about those that are trans, was doing the tra transition from male to female or female to male and the nightmare stories that they tell? I know I started with Donald Trump. And so let's get back to that. Those on the left who might be watching this, check the law. Don't just go by the knee-jerk 
We're gonna get Trump this time. Yeah, we got him. The ladies of you. <laughs> Trump's gonna be indicted. Trump's gonna be convicted. What if it's like the impeachments? You remember the two impeachments? An impeachment is only an indictment. Congress does the articles of impeachment. And like I said in here, I told you that it's the vice president who brings the charges. So, hey, Mike Pence, fuck you. You screwed Trump, and you're trying to play both sides. And uh, those of you that don't want Pence in, especially from Indiana, if you, uh, the previous one from this, and the ones that talked about the Constitution, uh, if you will, please share this with others. Uh, share it with as many people as you can. Let 2024 be the year. I say this all the time in an election, but make each election be about the people who really cares about the family. Because once again, uh, they're talking about if the rumors are cor correct and how rumors are. The rumors are that Joe Biden wants to bring back the cages. Now, if that's the case, and he knows how the cages are, why bring back the very thing that in the 2016 election they were using against Donald Trump? And even in the 2020 election, they were stating, oh yeah, the cages are being used, and yet pictures from 2014 you're using, according to several sources. Is this whole thing against Donald Trump political? Well, if you take away the statute, if you just use the statute of limitations, actually, yeah, it's political. Why? Next year is the 2024 election. And something else you should also know. And it's this. Each time that they do something like this, it boot. The number of people going to vote for Trump increases. Even on CNN. They can't figure it out. The ladies of you can't figure out. Wait, he's getting more people to vote for him even though? And they're saying he'll be, in, he'll be convicted? There are news sources stating, oh yeah, he's going down, blah, 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 blah. Last time I checked, journalism was supposed to be impartial. Now, if it's an opinion, yeah, you can say anything you want. I've got opinions. My family used to say opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one. So, when it comes to uh, this thing with Donald Trump, I'm saying this. He gets acquitted. It's because of the statute of limitations. Unless there were additional payments beyond the 2016 campaign. If he was to turn over state, you know, was he going to put it in his re-election fund, which a lot of them do. They put that money, additional money they do not spend into that fund. And if they did, if 
he did, which chances are a lot of politicians do, and he used that money they put in there to continue to pay Stormy Daniels and other women off. If the statute of limitations on that hasn't expired, yeah, they can bring it up. But there is something that you should know. It's called motion for discovery. That means that they had the, the prosecution has to turn everything over to the state. Well, the state is bringing it over to Trump's lawyers, and Trump's lawyers have to vice versa. If they leave anything out, anything at all, anything they hear later they were going to use, if they try say, oh, Your Honor, we just discovered this, it's like the judge would have to legally say, okay, you have to turn that over to Trump's lawyers and say, sorry, Your Honor, there's certain information we have to go, we have to look at first. It's like, well, you just said this, now you said this. In other words, they can't say, well, we got something, but we can't give it to Donald Trump's lawyers because if we do, it may very well destroy our case. They have to turn everything over. They can't pick and choose. Even if it hurts their case, they have to turn everything over. The only other thing is just to dismiss all charges or let the judge just dismiss all charges. So, folks, learn about statute of limitations. Learn about the federal law for campaign finance violations. It's a five-year, five years from the time the event happens until they can't prosecute after that case. It's like this. That window of opportunity starts here and ends here. Whether you like it or not, that's the way our justice system is. This attorney general... He really, he may have, as my dearly departed father would say, he may have screwed the pooch. And there's something else. This may cost him his job. They, I don't know if they told him or not, but they may say, if there's no conviction on this, we want your resignation. Those in New York, you know that uh, the laws, the felonies have been reduced to misdemeanors. A lot of people just released. And it's really going to hurt, especially since Lori Lightfoot, or uh, some calling her Beetlejuice, uh, she lost her re-election. And of course, she... Blames everything except for what was going on in the city. She even had the audacity of saying, oh, yeah, the crime rates are down. That the people came out and says, what do you mean? So, CPS, if adultery and You know, cheating on your spouse was a crime. CPS would use it. You know it. Oh, but unless, of course, you're the wealthy. Then all of a sudden, it's a completely different story. Because if they have money, 
But you know what they're going to do. Make it go away. Here. And all of a sudden, oh, we decided that there's no abuse happening here. Look at uh, Raven Simone. She's coming out on the abuse that was going on in her family and also on the set of The Cosby Show. Look at uh, Rose McCowan. Look at Corey Feldman. All of this is going on. Where was CPS under this? Oh, that's right. Nobody said anything. This is what's called, this is falling through the cracks. What about like a family? I read this and uh, you can check it online. A family was going through Tennessee. They're coming back from a funeral. And they stopped. Um, I think they car broke down or something. And... No, they got pulled over. Sorry. They got pulled over. Now, this is a black family. And uh, they got pulled over. And the cop... You know... I think it was like a... You know, maybe a taillight out or something. And then all of a sudden, the cop suspected something. And so he had the car search and found maybe an ounce of marijuana or something like that. So they had arrested both. And the, Indian, the Tennessee Department of Child Services took the children. And that's where their nightmare started. They, they took them and said, we're going to keep them safe. And then they went through everything. Father and mother were released, but then they had to go through the system to try getting their children back. And you know that no matter what, if they take the kids, once they take the kids, that's it. It's like pulling teeth. It's like you want to declare war against them, go wherever the kids are, take your kids and just leave and just you know, hide somewhere to make sure that they couldn't take them. And by the time the kids are 18, there's nothing they can do. Which also I've heard. Now, if any of you or my followers who have done that, um, I don't know you, but I have to say, you did what you felt was in the best interest of your children. But once again, getting back to Donald Trump. I know a lot of you are not going to like it. They announced that all charges have been dismissed. There's a small chance that they won't. But even if they don't, if they're misdemeanors, even if it's a bunch of misdemeanors to go into, into a felony, unless the election commission states he can't run, he's going to run in 2024. Because here's are the qualifications. Must be over 35. Must be born or naturalized in the United States. So those two right there. If they were naturalized in the United States and they were 35, then the next one is a third one. I didn't, didn't see about this. Had to live or reside in the United States for two or more years. 
if the third one is right, then Arnold Schwarzenegger could run for president. Only if that third one is right. But the two that I know of is over 35 and be born or naturalized in the United States. That means you had to be naturalized when you were a baby. Because it says it also says it right here in this book. The Federalist Papers. Check it out. I mean, it even says right here, the ideas that forge the American Constitution. Let me bring it up there to you. So, let's see what happens. And let's hope and pray they don't start passing laws that uh, don't pass an adultery law. Because if they do, you know CPS is going to use that. They, they even, even sniff that they, about that. You know that they're going to go, all right, yeah, we're going to get those kids now. Even though eight states, like I said, have that pilot program. And it sounds like they're going to do child welfare reform, a.k.a. child protection services reform. So, as for the laws, people boycotting states like uh, like Tennessee. I just read that they stormed the Tennessee Capitol over this anti-trans bill. There are those online there saying, isn't that an insurrection? There are judges being, th their lives are being threatened by these bills. Because of these bills, I should say. You can check it online. When I say the privileges and immunities of its citizens shall not be infringed, read it. Read the Constitution. See if it applies to what you want. And see if that applies to these bills that are coming out. And, um, you know, remember, the state has legal scholars that are going to try to use that, um, those laws. They're going to try using the Constitution also to justify passing these laws. Doesn't matter if it's CPS or what. Also, I read somewhere they're going to have another registry. Um, they want a registry for every gun owner. That they're going to put their names, addresses and everything, places of work and all, for everyone that carries a firearm. No matter if it's a handgun, rifle, whatever. Hmm, where'd they come up with that idea? Oh yeah, Social Security. You have all you have is your name there. Uh, the Sex and Violent Offender Registry. They have the name, address. Uh, they were putting the employer on there, but they took that off. Um, the Commercial Driver's License 
Safety Act of 1986, where they register the person, they can only have one CDL. And now, if it gets passed, if you have a firearm, oh, you're going to be on a registry. Hey, folks, what other registry do you think they could make? I'm going to leave a poll uh, in the... Uh, on the uh, Spotify site. Do you think that a registry should be required for owning a firearm? And it's going to be a simple yes or no. I know the shootings are terrible. I'm going to tell you right now, as a parent, if I had a child and some nut job and the, the last one was a teacher the person was a transgender teacher who went and had several firearms and just shooting randomly at children at a Christian school now I don't know what the what's going on in the person's mind if maybe in that state they passed one of those bills but if this is one way for that person to say, okay, you're going to arm us? Okay, I'm going to show you. What do we, how do we tell our children about these things? How does CPS justify anything? I mean, we don't know anything more about this teacher other than the person is transgender that now, all of a sudden, it's not a female teacher. It's a male teacher who dressed up as a female teacher. Anybody follow that? But should we be doing a mental health evaluation on our teachers as well? When it comes to gun control... Instead of passing laws on the weapons themselves, how about self-control? How about this? I mean, besides looking at all the poet person's postings, if any red flags show up, which, you know, anyone's talking, oh, hey, you know, if it was me, blah, blah, blah. If they talk about harming a person. But it sounds like there was nothing there. How, so how, the question is how can, I mean, what I'm trying to get at is how do you know what the, what a person's going to do? You don't. Two things to end this. One, there's a saying, if guns are outlawed, only outlaws will have guns. That means you in Chicago, you know, all you have to do is, hey, you know somebody uh, I can buy a gun from? And the first question, are you a cop? Says, no. And they check. Says, okay, come with me. And they come to some guy in a van or a car. He opens his trunk. Which one do you want? Maybe 50 bucks, maybe $100. And you got yourself a firearm. Those that want gun control, you want that? You think people are going to abide by a piece of paper?
people are going to say, you know something? You're not going to tell me I can't have that. You see, my proud American, I am. I believe in the Second Amendment. And before you start going off on the two, on that, why don't I just go right over, if I can find it. Notice how you, when you want to find something, you can't. And, okay, here it is. Now, this is in two parts, and I'm going to show you the two parts. Amendment 2, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. First part, a well-regulated militia regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. Your National Guard is a militia. Your, the Army. All four branches of uh, the military. Coast Guard. They are considered a militia. To, the, to us, they're a military. But that's the first part. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. The right of the people. There's the second part. Read the Constitution. Don't just say, well, it's just for the militia. It's for everyone. And with that being said, how do we then go about like incidences like that at that Christian school? How do you screen them? How do you screen anyone? Do you know that they have thousands of um, gun control laws? If you look at, check into it, you're going to be inundated. And you're going to start reading and it's like some laws copy other laws. Some laws are the exact same law, just written slightly different. And I do agree, we don't need more laws. What we do need is the enforcement of the current laws. They have background checks. Do you know the NRA actually asked for a psychological test to determine if a person is mentally capable of handling a firearm? And for that matter, if they were going to go out and shoot someone? You know, with a license, you have to get an eye exam. When you get older, you, every year you have to go and retest. To get my hazardous material endorsement on my CDL, I have to go through the Department of Homeland Security to get my hazardous materials endorsement. That means the Department of Homeland Security has to clear me before I can get that endorsement. At any time, if they de determine I am a threat, or if they check and they determine, hey, wait a minute, this guy could possibly be a terrorist, my endorsement could be revoked at any time. And I know that. So how about this? And I know that the gun rights advocates and gun owners are probably not going to like my suggestion. 
But if you have to get a hunting license every year, why not have a psychological test every single year? How about during the year, at least six every six months, you just go in for a psychological test, psychological evaluation? I mean, these are just a couple suggestions, and only suggestions. I don't own firearms. Even before my felony, I didn't own a firearm. My ex didn't want me to have one. But how easy would it be? I take a firearm and let's say you say something I don't like. Boom! And that's it. How many times have you heard that? People having an argument. I heard one having an argument over a TV program. Another having an argument who ate the last slice of pizza. The child couldn't go out, so he shut up his whole family. We have to get responsible gun ownership. CPS is, that, that's another thing they can use. Oh, there's guns in the house. Uh, we're going to, they're not getting rid of them. They're not getting rid of the husband. He's, the husband, the father is still there. Uh, we feel that he is a threat because he has guns, so we need to take the kids. And so they use that for exigent circumstances. Even though you're, the weapon is in one area and the bullets are in another. And you've taken all the safety courses and everything. CPS doesn't care. Now kids are using firearms, guns, whatever. Especially those being bullied. I remember being bullied. My family didn't have firearms. Maybe they knew that one day I'd find a way in which to get the firearm, the handgun, go into school and just shoot up the place. Back then, I would have done it. Now, being a parent, I can see why not having a firearm in the house is a good idea, but that's also by choice. Remember, we have freedom of choice. Taking away that freedom, people will fight to the to the death. They will fight until you kill them or until they kill you. There are those that will do that. And I know I started this thing with Donald Trump and uh, the statute of limitations. But there is one statute of limitation. There's one law that doesn't have a statute of limitations, and that's murder. Someone could commit a murder 20, 30 years ago. And they could bring up charges even today. How many people do you know, or at least heard of, that should have been convicted of murder? I remember the guy, um, I can't remember the actor's name. He was in Heart to Heart. And apparently he was, people said that he convict, he murdered his wife, Natalie Wood. 
Yet they don't have enough charges to bring against them. See what I'm talking about with uh, the different levels of... Uh, he is wealthy. Robert Wagner. He is wealthy. We're not. Same charge. We get charged. He does not. So you kind of wonder how much money is he paying the prosecutors to make sure that they do not convict him. Or at least arrest him. Robert Blake recently passed away. And... He's getting his final judgment. <laughs> Trust me, he's getting his final judgment. And chances are, uh, those of you that believe in the devil, <laughs> he's probably play, playing, having him play in uh, his circus. Um, and it's not a nice circus, I hear. Uh, if you can, get the book or watch the movie A Divine Revelation of Hell. They'll talk about the, the person will talk about the circus. But Robert Wagner... Robert Blake, he, uh, now see if this makes any sense to any of you, including gun owners. He was in a restaurant. And at leaving, and it looks like he left before his wife. I mean, guys, you're going to leave before your wife. going to get the car, okay? Then he says, oh, I forgot my gun. Goes back in. And all of a sudden, it's got, his wife's dead when he gets there. And he was never charged. He was never went to trial or anything for this. You mean to tell me that nobody, nobody hears gunshots or anything? Look at the Alec Baldwin. I am, a, I am a big fan of Bruce Lee and Brandon Lee. And when I heard Brandon Lee was shot with a blank, it was a shock to my system. Then all of a sudden, Alec Baldwin says the exact same thing, and he thought the gun was empty, that it had blank cartridges, yet he pointed a weapon like that, Those that are respond, those that know gun safety. Number one, even if you're in the military, even if you're not, you don't point a weapon unless you're you're going to use it. And that's the responsible part. If you're responsible, that you take all the necessary safety courses. Know know what that weapon can and cannot do. I don't know if it's Indiana, I believe it is, that's going to try to pass a law that you can't modify even semi-automatic weapons, guns. There is one thing, it's called a bump stock, that can modify any firearm going from semi-automatic to automatic. There's also, what I hear is, you take the firing pin, you file it down, Put it back in. That way, boom, 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 boom. I've heard of that. Modification of any weapon would be considered a felony in the state of Indiana. Now, I don't know about other states. So what I'm getting at is, no matter if it's a statute of limitations law, 
if it's CPS saying exigent circumstances, if it's um, gun control, whatever it is, check the Constitution. Also, read what the what the uh, Federalist Papers say. Maybe there's something in there you can use. You never can tell. Because we have got to stop this knee-jerk approach that if you don't like somebody, either shoot them or destroy them politically. We have to just run an election. I don't care what happened in the 2020 election. It's done. It's over with. I don't care. Saying, oh, well, well, they did this, they did that, that they added more ballots. Look, I wasn't there. I don't know. I don't know if any of you were there. I would assume that you're not, but you know what assuming does. But the whole point is, check the law out. Instead of just believing what the media says, don't even, look. Don't believe what I have to say. Check your constitution, check your state laws, check federal laws. You can actually do that. You can get on the computer. That's where I'm talking right now, off my laptop. But this is what I'm getting at. Know your constitution, know your laws. Know what they can and cannot do. And I'm telling law enforcement, I'm telling them that so they it protects you and it protects the citizens. Maybe if we would do away with laws that that allow mass incarceration and find other ways in which to reform a person instead of just locking them up. Yeah, just lock up a person and then the person becomes more violent while they're in there and then they maybe they might not commit that crime, but the recidivism rates I hear are like 38% in the state of Indiana. But that's on the whole. That's not new cases. Chances are it's like technical violations, like parole violation, uh, failure to register, things like that. If you take those out, it'd probably be a lot lower. Would you believe within the first five years a person convicted of a sex offense, their citizen rate is around 1%? 1% in five years. Just check it for yourself. Just check out all, everything. Don't believe what the media says. Check it for yourself. You're going to be shocked that the actual recidivism rates would be a lot lower. Because recidivism, they've committed another crime. Not a technical violation, but a new offense. When you start seeing that, it's like, wait a minute. They're way down here. How come the media is saying it's all the way up here? How come the Department of Justice is saying that? This. They don't get a lot of this if the numbers are low. The feds say, okay, you only had about 15, a 15% recidivism rate instead of 30 Fine. Instead of giving you a hundred million dollars, we're only going to give you thirty million. And you know what they'll say? We can't have that. Okay, what laws can we pass? Come on, come on. We got to pass some laws. We got to pass some laws so we can get more money. They can't tell me otherwise. How many of you have been uh, 
at the other end of law enforcement and you you get in trouble and you're going why am i why am i the one in trouble what did i do those of you that lived in areas where the police do these things you know what's going on because you live it and those that don't have kids or watching this podcast maybe you're saying what i'm saying about cps is full of i'm full of shit i live it others live it when you don't live it you don't understand so let's see what happens with Donald Trump. And if the law prevails, it may not be what the left wants. It may be that Donald Trump once again walks free. And let's try changing these laws. Let's get them to where if a person violates the law, really violates the law, the, poli the police arrest them, charge them, the system charges them, tries them, and convicts them. And not just, I believe he, this person violated the law. CPS, I believe they're abusing their children. That's not the law. It's vigilante justice. And we don't need that. This is David Shore for Corruption and Child Protective Services. Keep your head down. Keep moving forward. Until next time, keep your mind open and read.